Welcome to the Love Revival Aurora podcast. On behalf of Love Revival, I would like to thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy this week's powerful message from Pastor Brandon. Have a blessed and beautiful day. Are you like that woman with the issue of blood that pushed past the crowd just to touch the hem of his garment? Wherever you're at, reach out with all of your heart right now. Jesus said, the hungry shall be filled. I don't know about you, but I'm hungry for more. I'm hungry for more. I'm ready for Pentecost. Who's ready for more? Let the Lord know. Let him want to come down into your midst. Prepare an atmosphere for him. Worship him. He responds to your hunger. Like Pastor Mike was saying in the first service, the angels for eternity keep praising the Lord. They never get tired. They never get weak. We are constantly, constantly filled by His glory, by His presence. Because they are seeing Him. All, every moment of every day, they're seeing His glory. Look upon Him right now, church. Jesus. The Lord's wanting to do something new in the earth. The water's going to break, and he's going to burst something new. Because he's found some Marys. He's found some Elizabeths. He's found some wombs that are open, that are hungry, that are desperate. God wants to do something new in the earth. But guess what he does it through? Through hungry, surrendered people who are chasing after him with all of their hearts he said Jesus said when I return am I going to find faithfulness on the earth am I going to find a people set apart and ready I don't know about you but I want to be ready I'm hungry I'm hungry I'm hungry and he's the only one that will satisfy Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. There was ten virgins. They were all in the same group. They were all in the same place. But only five of them had oil. Lord, I want to be. Lord, fill me with your oil. Fill me with your oil fill me with your oil just tell them that right now church 
wherever you're watching from, fill me with that oil right in your living room. Turn your living room into a church right now. Glory, glory, glory. Say, fill me with oil. Fill me with oil. See, we got to live this. This is kingdom. This is not just a Sunday thing. This is what I do at home. This is what I do in my car. This is what we got to do every moment of every day. Jesus, show us kingdom, Lord. Show us kingdom. Break our perceptions. Every day he's breaking our perceptions of how church looks. Let him break our perceptions. Lord, break our perceptions. saying my doors are opening are your hearts opening the the church's doors are opening are your hearts opening don't come in to a new season with an old heart don't do it don't come into a new season with an old heart Somebody put that in the comments. I refuse to come into a new season with a new heart. a fresh word from the Holy Ghost today I came fired up I came ready I've been praying I've been fasting I've been hungering for a move from the Holy Ghost this whole season and I believe we're about to be we're on the cusp of something What do you feel, Pastor Mike? Oh. He's, he's moving. He's he feels thumbs up. Amen. Be free. Lord, fill her up. More, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. More. Let the joy of the Lord be a strength. Let the joy of the Lord be a strength right now. Double it, Lord. Fresh wind. Fresh wind. Fresh wind. Oh, there it is. Fresh wind. Fresh wind. CO2 or what? I'm believing it's the Holy Ghost. 
glory. <laughs> Joy. We've got people who, Zoe and Fernando, who came all the way from Dallas to be with us today. Thank you, Pastor Mike, for staying for our service to play drums. You know why he played? Because Wednesday we seen something so powerful. We seen God show up and we couldn't move for a half hour. And Pastor Mike's been in a true revival before. And I believe he felt the remnants. said on Friday when we decided we were going to, you know, we're, we're keeping the social distancing. We're, we're only about 10, 15 people. So for those who are watching online, we are keeping it, whatever you call it, distanced. <laughs> but he said, can Jordan sing on Sunday during our service because we want to keep what's happening what happened on Wednesday to happen on Sunday and I said yes will you mind playing the drums because we want to keep what's happening on Wednesday we would have had a unity service but we don't want to have too many people in one place at this season but we will have one next month but thank you so much Pastor Mike for staying uh, thank you everyone for came, who came out and everyone who's watching online we love you like I said we're still gonna keep the, you guys our priority and even when we do open up fully you will still be priority because we will be opening up soon LRC online Love Revival Church online and we're gonna see churches birthed all over the nation I'm telling you, I'm prophesying it. We ain't playing games anymore. We got to move when there's time. Jesus said, we got to work while it's daylight because the night is coming. Amen. All right. Maybe I should pray. All right. Lord, we thank you and praise you for your presence in this place. I thank you for the fresh word that you've given me for your church for Love Revival fam all over. Lord, I thank you that you give me the tongue of the wise to speak words to the weary. And you've given them ears of the wise here with intention and purpose. Holy Spirit, flow through me, Lord. Use me as a conduit of power. Lord, we want to see this pandemic turn into a Pentecost. And we thank you, Lord, because you're about to do that very thing. In Jesus' name, amen. Everyone says amen. Everybody comments amen. Share this broadcast with your friends, with your followers. 
Glory, glory. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're on our, our, our church online platform. If you want a more online church ex- experience, we actually have hosts. We have place where you can have prayer in a different section. It's its own website, and it's only for church online. It's loverevival.online.church. Amen. All right. So, and you shall reap. No, I'm just joking. All right. John chapter 10, verse 10. John chapter 10, verse 10. I'm going to read in the Passion Translation. Man, I got a, you guys brought something from Texas. I got like a twang going on over here. Yeah. Well, Emily says y'all too in Oklahoma. Y'all are getting into my speech over here. (sighs) I'm having fun. You guys having fun? I didn't come to the morgue. I came to the church, right? Glory to God. (laughs) If I did come to the morgue, we'd be raising the dead right now. And we make it turn into a, a, a church. All right, let's go. It says, I'm reading that the Passion Translation. A thief, oh wait. Yeah, it's a lot different from the Passion. Okay, a thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, to slaughter, and destroy. In the original it says steal, steal, kill, and destroy, but that word kill actually in the in the Greek it's used what they use for slaughtering animals for sacrifice so the enemy only comes to steal to slaughter you and make you a sacrifice of his agenda and to destroy you but how many love the butts of God His butts are way bigger than the enemy's butts. Amen? (laughs) His butts will get you out of a rut. Amen? All right. I'm going to stop with the puns. No, I won't. I'm just joking. Can't lie in church or outside of church. All right. But I come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect, life in its fullness, until you overflow or the original it says I came to give you abundant life forevermore." abundant life God came to Jesus came to do what to give you abundant life what did Satan come to do to kill to steal and destroy how do you know if something's from God or something's from Satan they have those agendas Satan came to steal, to kill, and destroy. Jesus came to bring life and life more abundant. Everything that is attached to death, attached to sin, sin, darkness, depression, anxiety, sickness, poverty, lack, all of that stuff, that is what Satan brings. Everything that is evil, division 
But God comes to bring healing, to bring restoration, to set the captive free, to heal the sick, to cast out demons, to raise the dead, to bring unity in his church, to bring unity in the earth. Glory to God. Jesus says in John 17, 3, eternal life means to go to heaven. Nope. Eternal life means to know and experience you as the only true God. And to know and experience Jesus Christ as the son whom you have sent. So what is eternal life? It's not going up to the third heaven. It's the third heaven coming into you and knowing the God that you serve. Knowing the God that you worship. It's encountering God. It's living every day, every moment in a personal relationship with your creator. Abundant life. So as I was looking at what a pandemic is, because the Lord gave me the, this phrase right here. You guys like my graphic? You know, even my graphics are... Even my graphics are punny. Um, <laughs> from pandemic to Pentecost. So I'm like, okay, I know, I kind of know what pandemic is, but you know those words where you know what they are, but you don't really know what they are? So I looked up, what is a pandemic? And a pandemic, well, first of all, an outbreak of a disease that occurs over a wide geographic area and affects an exceptionally high proportion of the population. That's an outbreak, okay? So in layman's terms, it's when a disease goes around a, a, a geographical area and affects a lot of people, amen? A high proportion of the population, which really, never mind, I'm not going to get into that. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Um, a pandemic is an outbreak that spreads quickly and affects the whole world. Okay? So an outbreak isn't a geographical location. A pandemic is worldwide. It's global. Okay? It's, it's a kind of an epidemic. So... It, it affects a large proportion of the population. Although the percentage of... Never mind. All right. Sorry, guys. I'm a math person, I think. So what is Pentecost? Acts 1.8. We're going to dissect these two things right now. Jesus is telling the disciples, along with everybody, the whole crowd. He said, I promise you this. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and you will be filled with power. And you will be my messengers to Jerusalem, 
throughout Judea, the distant provinces, even to the remotest places of the earth. <laughs> a pandemic starts in a region and quickly spreads because of its infectious qualities. qualities. Thank you, love. Pentecost. The Holy Spirit falls on 120 with fire. And this fire spreads from one location, from Judea to Samaria, and ends up going around the whole world because of its qualities? Is that what you said? Yes. yes. Because of its qualities. So what the Lord showed me is a pandemic is the enemy's retaliation to a Pentecost, to an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Because remember, Jesus showed you right there. Satan came to steal, to kill, and destroy. Sickness, disease, death, depression, poverty, what is COVID-19 doing? Causing sickness, causing death, causing fear, causing anxiety, causing poverty, causing businesses to shut down, affecting the economy, affecting families, affecting churches, affecting the unity of the family unit, the church. Loneliness. See, Satan tries to make the strong weak, and God makes the weak strong. <laughs> so Satan's desired outcome is sickness, disease, death, poverty. That's what, his assign that's what his purpose and plan for your life is. Say, but God. But God. Right when it's about to be Pentecost. But God, it's declared by the highest seat in the land. And I don't care what party you represent, I represent the kingdom party. But when the highest seat in the land says the church is essential and says the houses of worship is essential, just as essential as the hospitals, just as essential. Something happens in the spirit. And there was a shift. And like I said, if Hillary was in office and said the same thing, I would be saying the same thing. Because they have that office for a reason. The Bible says that he puts the kings and the princes into power. And their weight, their words carry authority, whether we like the words or we don't like the words. But something happened. And I believe what happened was the spirit of COVID-19 got dismantled in the heavenlies. And God is about to pour out the greatest outpouring of his spirit that ever happened in the history of the earth. 
So what Satan tried to do, he tried to bring sickness and God's going to heal. He tried to bring death and God's going to raise the dead. He tried to shut down churches, but he built churches in people's homes. He tried to shut down the schools. Well, guess what? Now the parents are teaching the, the kids, and they're not getting the LGBTQ agenda, and they're not getting the political agenda, and they're got, not getting the demonic agenda from our culture. They're getting the word of God taught in the homes again. There you go, Satan. You try to divide us again. You're trying to mess with this generation and cause depression. Well, now you just, they just pulled them out of the school system where they're causing depression, where they're causing them to be confused because they don't know what to wear and they want to worry about this person and that person and this relationship and that relationship. Nothing wrong with school, I'm just saying. You tried to bring division, you brought unity. You brought, a, you brought a holy Sabbath on the whole world. Thank you, Satan. <laughs> the Lord brought creativity like I've never seen. You know how creative I've had to be since in these last couple months as a pastor? You know how creative me and Pastor Mike and Matthew and all the people who are, who are behind the scenes building websites, getting cameras, building platforms, getting software, building computers. You know the church has never been this creative and the gospel has never been spread this much in all the earth. Thank you, Satan. God said give thanks at all times for all circumstances. I'm going to get a shirt. Lakeisha, should make that. Thank you, Satan. A lot of people won't get it, but. Amen. Not today, Satan. He may have won some battles, but he lost the war. And God's raising up an end times army like never before. More on fire. I'm on, more on fire now than I've ever been. Pastor, calm down. I'm on fire. A pandemic. We need to cause a pandemic in the spirit that will cause the enemy to put on a mask. Because the Holy Ghost is so on fire that, that the enemy is scared hiding in houses. Enemies should be just as scared as us, as the world has caused us to be scared of this COVID-19. And I'm not saying if you wear a mask, you fear. I wear a mask too. I'm just saying. A lot of people are fearful. And I would be fearful if I wasn't a believer. Because you don't know where you're going to go. So remember, Satan, always Satan bad, God good. That could be a shirt too. The devil can't create, he can only imitate. You know what God showed me when he freed me from drugs? He said, Satan was just imitating what the presence of God feels like in the best way he could and give it instant gratification 
through the way of a plant, through the way of a drink, through a way of, of a pill. And that's the enemy's imitation. I don't know about you, but when I make burgers, I don't want craft singles. I don't want no imitation cheese. I want the real cheese. Where's the cheddar? <laughs> We've been fed imitation cheese way too long. Wonder why we're sick, wonder why we're depressed. Wonder why we're confused. Wonder why one minute we're on fire, one minute we're not. Glory, glory, glory. What God creates brings life, healing, strength, nourishment, hope, empowerment, unity, love, faith, and abundance. You know, you, you know what? I was studying that word abundant life. You know what it is in the Greek? It's zoa. But you know how it's spelled? Z-O-E. Z-O-E. And while I was studying that, the Lord told me something about you, Zoe. The Lord told me that he's going to use you to be a conduit for abundant life. And when people encounter you, they're going to experience his abundant life. And when he's going to fill you with the joy of the abundant life where you will literally walk in complete freedom. And people that are coming in connection with you will experience that same freedom from depression, freedom from anxiety, freedom from poverty, freedom from lack. So get ready because the Lord is about to visit you with abundant life. There'll be a church to rise up in Texas. Trust me. I'm telling you, we. Sorry, I'm like flustered over here. The devil caused an outbreak of a virus. Now it's God's turn. But here's the problem: He looks to us. God can't do nothing in His earth without His church. Where's the church at? Where we at? Are we ready, saints? Are we ready? Are we prepared to cause a pandemic, to work overtime, to spread this fire and this gospel around the earth? The Lord told me, I am releasing an outbreak of my spirit. Get ready. Prepare yourself. The time is coming. Because you can quarantine people, but you can't quarantine the Holy Ghost. You can mask people, but you can't mask the Holy Ghost. A person can mask the Holy Ghost, but he'll just find someone who don't have the Holy Ghost masked and move through them. They may be less qualified. They may be less less. Uh, gifted, but God is not looking for gifts or qualifications. He's looking for the person who's ready to go. Satan can close down businesses, but he can't close down the move of God. He can't move down, he can't close down my father's business because my father's business is not from this world. You know what's funny? During the flood, 
the whole earth was cleansed. The people of God were protected. But guess what? Where was the dove? The dove was still roaming. The dove was still roaming on the earth. Because it said when, when he opened up the window, he waited to see the dove with a branch in its beak. <laughs> and now they use that as a symbol of peace. God's about to bring the dove in the church. He's hovering on the waters while the world is, is experiencing shutdowns and pandemics and all that. He's preparing the believers. He's preparing them in the ark. He's preparing them in his presence. And he's about to visit us with the dove. Sunday is Pentecost Sunday. Get ready for a visitation from the dove from above. I'm not talking about your soap. <laughs> I'm talking about hope. Glory to God. While the world is shut in, God is cleansing the earth. And the Holy Spirit is not shut in. He is moving. He's looking for the people ready for the next move of God. Just like the angel of death was looking for the blood on the doorposts, the Holy Ghost is looking for the blood on the believer, for the faith on the believer, for the readiness of the believer, the one who has their lamp filled, their oil ready. He's looking, he's looking, he's visiting house to house. Don't let him pass you by. If you belong to this house, love revival. He's not passing us by. If you belong to River of Life, he ain't passing us by. We're waiting for him. We're like that father looking for the prodigal son. We're looking for the ghost. We're looking for the dove. We're looking for the, the Holy Ghost. Where's he at? When's he coming? Where was the Holy Ghost when darkness covered the face of the deep? He was hovering on the water. Even where there was darkness, he was hovering, ready for the next move, ready for the next word from God. And when God said, let there, he was like, all right, let's go. He's not a stork delivering babies, but he's a dove delivering the word of the Lord, producing it in the earth through his believers. He's looking for a place to land. The Bible says that when Jesus came out of the water, after being baptized, the Holy Ghost descended like a dove and remained on him. The Holy Ghost is looking for a place to land. Why did he land on Jesus? Because he just came out of the water. He just came cleansed. He came ready to step in his calling, to step in his anointing, to step in his authority, to step in his destiny. And the Lord is saying it's time to rise up out of this pandemic, out of the waters of this pandemic, out of the waters of depression, out of the waters of fear, and rise up because the Holy Ghost is looking for a perch. He's looking for a perch. And he's looking to his church to beat that perch. Well, pastor, we, we are the church. We are the church. Yes, we are the church. We should say it with more power. We are the church. We are the church. Yes. 
We are the church. Tell Satan. Tell hell. Tell everybody when you walk out of this place. I am the church. Last week, I said what? Strengthen your feeble knees. Make firm your, your arms, your hands. Because it's time. It's time. He's hovering on the water. Guess what the water? The waves. He's hovering on the waves. What are the waves? Air waves. Sound waves. Video waves. Waves of technology. Satan thought he won, but the Holy Spirit is using the technology as a new wave. As a new wave to prepare a bride that is ready to prepare a world for the greatest harvest that has ever been seen before. He's hovering on the waves. Glory to God. Hovering on the waves of Wi-Fi. Hovering on the waves of social media. Don't underestimate the power of social media. Fill social media with the glory of God. Share this broadcast right now. Spread the social media with the glory of God. Glory. Ah. Peter said you could lock us up, but we'll still preach it. You could put us in quarantine, but we'll still be preaching. You could put a mask on me, but I'll still be preaching. Oh, da da ba da. See, I don't get tired, or not tired. <clears throat> I don't get scared of alone time. This quarantine, probably because I was locked up for so long, but. I learned how to be still in God's presence. And I think a lot of believers don't know how to do that. We have to learn how to be still in his presence to live a sailor life. <clears throat> to live in a sailor. When you live in that place, they could quarantine you for three years. And you'll be like Paul. You know what Paul did while he was quarantined in prison? He was writing letters to the church. He was thinking about the church. He said, I pray for you daily, Timothy. I pray for you daily. He was praying for his spiritual sons daily. He was praying for the churches he established daily. <laughs> it's time for the name of Jesus to go viral. It's time for the goodness of God to be revealed. It's time for the Holy Ghost to be released from the church into the world, accessible to the lost, to the broken, to the, to the, <clears throat> to the down and out, to the depressed, to the suicidal. My pastor said something powerful yesterday. He said, what you do in the pauses of life What you do in the pauses of life, determine if you, now I added this part, determine if you enter the purpose of your life. Pauses are always preparations for the promise. 
They had to pause in the wilderness. They chose not to pause, but to complain. See, you could put a mask over your complaining. That'd be good. <clears throat> we should put a mask over our complaining, but not over our praise, not over our worship. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Lord, for my voice. That's new. That's how you got to live, guys. I could sit here and be like, oh, my voice is going out. No. Thank you, Lord. My voice is new. It's crisp. It's going to speak at a greater level than ever before. The silence of God always precedes new seasons. I finish with this. In order to go from pandemic to Pentecost, passion is paramount. You must have passion. Pastor Mike was talking about it this morning. He said, you think they're in the heavens worshiping God like this? That's my version, sorry. He said, no, they are passionate about him. They say, holy, 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 santo, holy, glory. In order for a pandemic to turn into a Pentecost, we got to be passionate once again, church. We got to be passionate. We got to look more passionate than they do at the bars when there's a Super Bowl game on. We got to look more passionate. We have the fire of God living in us. We have the Holy Ghost living in us. How could anyone in the world look more passionate than we do? The only way that the Holy Ghost went from those 120 around the world was because they got filled with passion. They were unstoppable, <laughs> unbreakable. They scared the devil. He didn't know what to do with them. He couldn't stop their passion. He tried to lock them up. They were more passionate. They started praising God, and then angels came and broke them out. When you get passionate, God will break you out of situations. When you get passionate, God will open doors no man can close. I'm willing to sacrifice my voice for you guys to become passionate. Become passionate whatever you do. You guys see me before service. This is what I've been doing every Sunday. Running this camera, running that camera, running here, running there. Why? And I still worship. Why? Because I'm passionate about the house of the Lord. I'm passionate about all you guys on the other side of the camera to make sure you're hearing the voice of the Lord and encountering him. But I don't let that stop me from praising. People say, oh, pastor, I need a break from serving. I want to receive. I receive while I serve. See, serving is what you do, and then you get more fuel. I filled myself up at home so I could serve at his house. <clears throat> Glory. 
I finish with this scripture, Acts 3, 19 through 21. Pastor Mike has taught me something. <clears throat> when Jesus said, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand, he wasn't necessarily talking only about your sin. He's repent from apathy. Repent from indifference. Repent from sitting there lukewarm. That's what Jesus came to repent, to have us repent from. Because he already had people serving him. He already had people following the Ten Commandments the best they could. He already had people that were passionate for the Torah, that were passionate for his commandments. But he was looking for a people who were passionate for him and his kingdom. Passionate for his father. Passionate for what he was passionate for. Acts 3, 19-21. It says, <clears throat> this is when Peter was preaching to the crowd after filled with the Holy Ghost. He was preaching with what? Passion. Passion. <laughs> Maybe passion is a fruit of the Spirit. I know it's a fruit in the natural Maybe it's a fruit of the Spirit, passion fruit. Lord, give us some passion fruit. It says, and now, when? Let me translate that. Iota, now. What's it in Italian? Now. Grazia. What's now in Italian? Oda. Iota, now. Not now, but right now. And now you must repent and turn back to God so that your sins will be removed. And so what? The time of refreshing will stream from the Lord's presence. And he will send you Jesus the Messiah, the chosen one for you. And ah, for he must remain in heaven until the restoration of all things. Did you guys get that? I know I was, uh, I sound like when the, in the radio when it's going in and out. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord, for my voice being healed in Jesus' name. <clears throat> you must repent. Can you turn up my mic a little bit, Matthew? Yeah, I'll turn it down. You want me to stop? Let's stop. No. Mm. I just got to rev it up. <clears throat> All right. And now... You must repent and turn back to God so that your sins will be removed. Why? So that the times of refreshing will stream from the Lord's presence. We got to get passionate and we got to re get repentant. We got to repent from being apathetic. We got to repent from being lazy in the things of God. We got to repent for putting God on a shelf and putting other things in the first place. We got to repent from allowing division to separate our covenant relationships. We got to repent from not moving with God and telling God to move with us. We got to repent from all those things, from all the religion, from all the offenses, from all the complaining, from all the pride. We got to repent. Why? So that the sins can be removed, so that God can pour out a refreshing from his presence. Meaning, he will not pour out a refreshing 
until there is a repentance and the sins are removed. Let's stand to our feet. Well, pastor, I'm at home. You're the church. Stand to your feet in your home. Stand to your feet wherever you're at. Uh, glory to God. Pray with me if you want to go from pandemic to Pentecost. Say, Father, thank you for sending your son Jesus to die for my sins. Lord, thank you that you want to take me from pandemic to Pentecost. Lord, forgive me. Forgive me, Lord. I repent from not being passionate, for not, not being on fire for you, for not keeping my oil filled. I repent. Holy Spirit, I ask that you fill me now. Lord, fill me with your Holy Ghost. Give me a new Pentecost. Give me a new hunger for you. Give me a new passion for you. Burn away everything that's not of you. Help me to see you clearly. Let the Spirit refresh me now. Open my ears to your voice. Give me dreams and visions of the purpose and destiny that you have given me. In Jesus' name, Lord, fill them right now, Lord. Fill them, Lord, with a time of refreshing right now. Refresh them. Let a wave of refreshing, Lord, let a refreshing wind just blow on them right now, even as I'm speaking. Refreshing wind from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet right now in Jesus' name. Refreshing wind. The Lord says, you are essential. You are essential to me. You are so essential, I sent my son to die for you. I shed my son's blood because that's how essential you are. Refreshing in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Listening to the Love Revival Aurora podcast. If you'd like more information, follow us on our social media or visit us at loverevivalaurora.org.